This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Robert Rose, Market Chief Nurse Executive at Atrium Health. Robert, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. Happy to be here. Now, I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're doing at Atrium and how you're really tackling some of the big challenges in healthcare today. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. Uh, I, as you mentioned, I'm the chief nurse for our Atrium Health, what we call our central market, which is the Charlotte downtown campuses uh, made up of our flagship medical center, Carolina's Medical Center, as well as our children's hospital and one of our community hospitals called Mercy Hospital and our clinics and our um, oncology service line and have been in healthcare. I'm a nurse by background, have been a nurse for a little over 30 years, so a long time. I've seen a lot of evolution in healthcare and have been in leadership for probably 20 of those years. Uh, so great to be here and to chat with you about what we're seeing at the national and the local level as well. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much again, Robert. And let's dive right in. What are some of the biggest issues that you're focusing on in healthcare right now? Well, there is a lot of issues as you know, but I think I, I sort of call it our, my three W's, our workforce, our well-being of our workforce, and, and then our uh, workplace violence. I think those are sort of the three things that bubble up to the top. Uh, there's many more, and they're all important, but I think from my focus, those are the two things. I'm most passionate about well-being. We've done a lot in that space, both at Atrium Health and Advocate Health now, and uh, excited to see where we continue to go to support the well-being of our clinicians. Well, that's great to hear. And, you know, could you tell me or, or dig a little bit deeper into something that you do on the well-being side that, you know, might be interesting or unique um, to what you're doing at Atrium or Advocate or anything that you've tried new over the last year? I just love to hear what that means to you and um, how it really shows up um, within the clinical teams. Yeah, that's great. So in 2020, we actually were one of the first to um, produce research uh, um, during the first wave of COVID, uh, a, a study that we did, and we published this study nationally about what our clinicians felt during the COVID pandemic. And one of the things that certainly came up, obviously, changing protocols, staffing, all of those other things did come up. But one of the things that showed up is um, psychological safety. And when we started looking more into that, we certainly saw adrift of where our clinicians and, and in my in my space nurses primarily that you know they were really having trouble i mean if you think about just all the things that were going on during the pandemic not only were they you know fearful at work they had their home to balance families to balance um, as we continued to get more comfortable taking care of patients during uh, covid it started to shift a little bit from more of a fear to really feeling like burnt out, you know, and um, our workforces started to have a lot of challenges as we started losing nurses. And so really that sort of, um, for me, sparked it, ignited me to really think more about well-being. Um, we've always done a lot in that space. We have a wonderful pastoral care um, department that did a lot with it, like our code lavender and um, supported that. And that was all done pre-COVID. But we knew we needed to step it up a little bit more. We did some things that other healthcare systems have done. We get we um, gave our nurse managers, um, you know, we we brought them to a four-day work week, um, uh, you know, during that time just to give them a little bit work-life balance. Um, and you know, we did some other things to support our leaders' well-being. But we really wanted to get to the clinician level, so we brought in. Um, 
a well-being coaching program. And we're on our fourth cohort. And what's really excited about that is when we survey the um, cohorts, each cohort, the, um, the questions uh, related to well-being, re resilience, and uh, burnout, they all have measurable differences from pre-intervention to post-intervention. And the exciting thing about that is we're really looking to embed a well-being sort of champion on each of our nursing units, um, somebody that could really work with the team to, you know, well-being is a continuum. There's poor well-being and there's good well-being. And we really wanted to make sure that we um, have resources for the clinicians and the nursing staff to be able to really um, balance that and have sort of a, a positive outlook on things and have a resource uh, that they can go to. We do have a very strong EAP, um, but we do know that nationally uh, EAP services are only sort of um, used about 35% uh, of the time nationally, and you have to go to them. And so what we really wanted to design is a model where there is somebody at the unit level, a peer, a colleague that the nurses can go to to learn really about how to balance, how to have a, a better outlook, how to improve their well-being. And so we've really been trying to spread this model, and it's been really, really exciting work for us. We also have a peer-to-peer -peer support uh, that started in our children's hospital, and we um, are also spreading this work where we're able to train people. It's a six-hour course. Um, and again, it's another way for people to have a resource in their units um, to go to to be able to have some support from a, psycho from a psychological well-being perspective. So those are just a couple of the things that we're doing. There's many, many more, uh, but uh, those are the things that I'm really most passionate about and excited about to really be able to support our workforce. I love it. I think it's so important, as you mentioned, to have that kind of support and really that the whole team knows, you know, you um, have their back and that psychological safety, too, um, makes a really big difference in terms of your experience in the workplace, as well as ability to have the flexibility to innovate and really do some cool things for patients. So that's really great to hear. Thank you for sharing with us. Yeah. And then we, we try to keep ourselves whole, meaning that we really want to make sure that we continue to, to have a flavor of the month and that we're, that we're sustaining the results. So we do have a very uh, committed well-being committee uh, made up of uh, uh, staff nurses and others throughout the area that um, we get together monthly and we go over our programs, we go over our results. Uh, we make sure we have people in the right places. So we really try to take a strategic um, viewpoint uh, approach to this so that we're able to really sustain the program. Because as you know, things happen and some things go by the wayside. So we really want to make sure that we that this is important. Absolutely. That makes a ton of sense and really is helpful to elevate and keep in that elevated position. Now, when you look ahead, what are you most excited about and what makes you nervous? So I think from, you know, one of the things that I'm excited about is really transforming healthcare. You know, if, if we learned anything, and we were just talking about this before we got on, if we learned anything during, during the pandemic is that, you know, there is a lot of things that we um, do virtually, which when you think about it, saves us time and saves us energy. Um, it's more efficient, um, you know, but at the same time, we know that we have to transform healthcare in a big way. And so while I think that's exciting, it's also nervous because we're going into uncharted territories. And we do, I do know that, you know, technology is going to continue to be with us. And so for somebody that's been in the healthcare a long time and probably spent most of their 
bedside nursing practice with paper and pencil. Um, we certainly, for me anyway, uh, the comfort level on using technology and getting used to it. But this is something that we do know that uh, the new gener you know, the generation in the workforce is something that they're comfortable with. So we really need to do that. If you think about acute care hospitals, we sort of do the same thing we've been doing for the, since I was at the bedside. You know, not a whole lot has changed. And so we really need to use that. Now, we've brought, we've brought in a lot of technology. Our electronic medical record is, is superior. We do a, a lot of things with that. But we know we need to do things with um, artificial intelligence and other things to really start to transform the, the work environment. So it's exciting, but I think it's a little scary, too. That that makes a lot of sense. And certainly the technology component of it and throwing artificial intelligence in there, you know, it's almost like the wild, wild west in some ways of trying to figure out how really to harness the, the power of these types of technologies and innovations um, while also being extremely mindful of, you know, the real world consequences that they can have um, if something isn't done correctly. So it's just it's been fascinating to watch. Exactly. Now, you know, in looking at how much healthcare has changed, and I know you've had some really great experiences both on the clinical side as well as in leadership. I'm wondering, you know, what do you think will be the most effective way that healthcare leaders will need to grow and evolve in order to be successful in the next two to three years or so? Yeah, great question. You know, I think I think we've always I think strong leaders and leaders that sort of stand up, you know, sort of stand out are ones that are adaptable. And I think that's probably has not changed, but I think that adaptability also now comes with a strong sense of innovation. For instance, at Advocate Health, we are um, putting our nurse managers through an innovation academy. So we know that our nurse managers are the front line to a lot of our nursing teams, right? They're the ones that do the hiring. They're the ones that, see, that, that, that the nurse, nursing teams see every day. We wanna be able to give them flexibility and also excitement in their roles. So I think when you think about innovation, we're trying to change them um, and give them the tools to be able to be innovative at the front line because innovation sort of is a big word. And when you think about innovation, you sort of think big things, but there are small things that I think our nurse managers are certainly capable of doing that's in their hands. So that's one of the things that we're doing. So I think from a leadership perspective, it's that adaptability with the innovation, you know, being able to drive improvements in patient care, operational efficiency, and healthcare delivery models, but, you know, using technology, technological approaches to be able to do that, which I think is something different than in the past. Um, the other thing is we certainly want to use data um, and make decisions based on data. And now with our electronic health records, and in healthcare anyway, there's a lot of more data at our fingertips. For example, we, uh, we implemented a protocol uh, technology with our uh, FALLS program where we're able to get really discrete data that we're able to see um, a lot more about what happens to our patients when they fall, meaning not what happens to them physically, but like the time of day, what would the staffing look like? So really discrete data so that we're able to make those improvements. So I think that is another sort of comes together. And then lastly, I would say, that isn't necessarily new, but I think it's certainly something that we have paid a lot more attention with at Atrium Health as our diversity, equity, and inclusion, and really making sure that we have uh, that we have leaders and teammates that look like our communities, and that we make sure that we have accessible healthcare for all. Um, you know, I love uh, Atrium Health's mission, Health, Hope, and Healing for All, because uh, our doors are open for everyone. But we do know that there's health disparities 
agencies, depending on where you live, what zip code you live in, and, and you know that you see the national data on that. And we really got to be able to, to uh, uh, um, you know, do something with that and be able to um, meet the patients where they are. And I think that's something that I'm really excited about that at Advocate that we really do. We do innovative things to really reach out to our communities and be able to um, give them accessible healthcare when they need it. That's amazing to hear, Robert. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a fascinating conversation. I, I've learned a lot from talking to you. It really seems like you've got uh, fun things going on there at um, Atrium. And, and certainly, I love the idea of having all the new nurse managers going through innovation training and really making that part of their role, part of their mindset, and part of what it means to be a nurse manager um, You know, in going throughout the organization. So that's just fascinating. And I love the idea of bringing all of that into um, building a better um, and more sustainable health system in the future. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome. And I'm, I'm glad that we're able to connect. And thanks for your questions. Really excited about where healthcare is going, but we do have a lot of hard work. And I appreciate that Beckers is always there to inform us and to help uh, promote a lot of the things that we're working on. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Robert. Look forward to having you back on the podcast sometime again soon. Look forward to it. Thank you so much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way. Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.